0: Alright, check it. Meow. Check it.
1: Meow.
0: We ready. Meow. Alright. Listo. Meow.
1: When I wish upon a song
0: for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities, you've got a friend to me cause I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say, I wanna be like you, bibbidi bobbity boo like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of Mirror with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew.
1: I'm your other host, Zara Agnew.
0: And we are f- recording in Houston, Texas, right now,
1: in the middle of Michael's living room.
0: Yeah, so we came back home to Pearland, Texas, which is south of Houston, so so my parents could hang out with our son Theo before Zara goes back to work. Currently, Theo is napping. My cousin or my nephew Oliver is napping, and my mom is also napping. So it's time to do some podcasts
1: until they all start waking up and crying.
0: Exactly. So we are married with mouse ears. We are from Dallas, Texas. In Houston, Texas for right now.
1: So we're a couple who loves Disney, all things pop culture. We like Chick-fil-A a whole lot. Had that for lunch. Yeah, we did. Delicious.
0: We went to this crazy Chick-fil-A and it was like a quick service one where all they had were like booths as if you are going to Disney World and you are getting like a Dole Whip. And and like there's like five different just just, just lines outside that you order your food from. And there's also a mobile ordering only line. It
1: was like walk up and then drive through only. Yeah. Like it didn't have inside seating. I've seen Starbucks like that, but I'd never seen a Chick-fil-A like that. So that was interesting.
0: Super interesting.
1: Anyway, before we start off this, today's episode about our favorite movies from last year, 2018, before we do that, we have to do, guess what, Michael? A fan shout out. Fan shout out, 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 out. So this fan
0: shout out for this week comes from somebody from Facebook. We don't have a ton of likes on Facebook. So if you are someone that that listens to us, you should like us. We only have like, I don't know, like 60 or something. But Haley Spicer found us on Facebook, commented on one of our our pictures, which is me chilling there with Buzz Lightyear with my Toy Story squad shirt. Love it. And she said, I just found your podcast and I have been listening all day. So she, she just found us. She's been listening. So she obviously had to make it into our fan shout out of the week.
1: That's amazing.
0: So Hale, so Hale, Haley Spicer, uh, this is on Facebook, not on Instagram, but she does have a bio though. All right. So check out this bio. I love to dance, hang out w- with family and friends, watch Riverdale, This Is Us, friends and Gilmore Girls. Yes. So she obviously loves loves pop culture, which we also do too. She loves R- R- Riverdale, which we do too.
1: Okay, so we have to think of a nickname for her. Also, I just like that it's fun to like discover a new podcast and then just like totally binge it. Like I love doing that. It's yes. pretty fun. So I love that she got to do that with our podcast. Yes, like,
0: and I love that our podcast is a binge worthy podcast. Because sometimes I'm like, yeah, the new stuff, kind of like out of date stuff, but like, um,
1: still good to listen to.
0: Top ten Disney love songs, which was last episode you you can listen to that in two years anytime anywhere anytime anywhere all right so yeah what should her nickname so she
1: likes riverdale she her does like riverdale spicer it makes me think she's spicy spicy but also disney river makes me think of pocahontas but spicer makes me think of somebody spicy and you know who's spicy Mushu.
0: Mushu spicy I Th- that's great. i Ooh, Mushu I love that. Spicy? Mushu Spicy.
1: As her nickname? Oh, I like it.
0: I was just asking that more as a question. Oh. But I'm okay with calling her Mushu Spicy.
1: Mushu Spicy. Sp-
0: spice- or-, or Spicy Mushu. Mushu Spicy.
1: <laughs> Mushu
0: Spicy. Yep. All right. Haley Spicer, a.k.a. Mushu, Mushu Spicy. spicy. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for finding our podcast, binging our podcast, and now being part of our podcast family.
1: Meredith Massier's podcast family. All
0: right. So, as we said earlier, this is our top 10 movies of 2018. I actually saw 67 movies in a theater in 2018.
1: Sounds impressive. I don't know my number because I don't take track of it like you do, but. You had the movie pass for a while, and then when that— well, Yeah, but
0: I'm sure that—I I might have seen 20 more movies than you, so you saw, like, at least 40 movies. Probably.
1: But then you switched to the AMC um, yes. program, yes. which you really enjoy, so that helps you see plenty of movies and get points.
0: Sure, yeah. We can go on, yeah. I'll, a uh, little backstory. So, I did— have movie pass. M- movie pass for like a six month time was the greatest American invention. It seems
1: like a scam but it was
0: real. It did. So I basically paid 10 bucks a month and I, I could see any, any movie that I wanted to at any theater and then they switched it to where you could see, only see three movies a week which I was fine with but then they said but you could really it's not like see limited. them at any AMC or Cinemark you can only see them at like Studio Movie Grills which isn't even like a nationwide brand and it was just too much hassle. So then AMC did something for $20 a month. We can see three movies a week. And
1: you get like Dolby see, and stuff like
0: IMAX, those Dolby movies, all of that stuff. So obviously I went for it. And
1: uh you you, I feel like you get a good value for it.
0: Before Theo was born, I was still seeing th- two to three movies a week. Now with Theo, I'm seeing two to three movies a month, mm-hmm. which is still better than like, mm-hmm. you know, the average person. Yeah. All right. So, Zara. um, We're starting at the bottom or at the top? Ooh, yeah. Let's start at the bottom.
1: Okay. So, for my number 10, I am going to pick Incredibles 2.
0: Ooh. Since this is a Disney podcast, way to start off the list with a Disney movie.
1: Sure. Sure. So, while this wasn't, like, my ultimate favorite movie of the year, obviously, not even my favorite Disney movie of the year, uh, it's still warranted to be in top 10 out of all the movies I've seen. Because, you know, it's Disney. I obviously have a large affinity for the brand. But Incredibles, um, it's been such a long time since the first one. Uh, I, I kind of like the characters, but it's, they're not like my ultimate favorite. I'd say Edna Mode definitely is my most favorite character. Uh, most memorable scene from the movie would be when she babysits Jack-Jack and creates a little baby suit for him which is super cute but this recently came back out on netflix and i was watching it the other day and it was good but for some reason the storyline of uh, mr incredible having to be like a stay-at-home dad yeah. and mrs incredible didn't love that going out and saving the world didn't fully for some reason buy into that i think we talked about that on one of the earlier episodes of the podcast but still a decent a decent movie and getting my number 10 spot that's impressive. I actually have
0: so no animated movies or no Disney <gasps> movies on my top ten. What in
1: the world?
0: Did that just blow your mind?
1: Kind of, because you like all those like hardcore movies, though. So.
0: Well, not that there. Now there are two superhero. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, there are two Marvel Disney movies. Okay, that's on what my counts. top ten list. Okay, all right. Um, but my number ten movie, I actually like recently rewatched this. And I forgot how funny it was, and that is game night.
1: The, when did you rewatch it? Um, without I, me.
0: Well, it, it was just on like the like spectrum like on demand thing.
1: Oh man, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's pretty great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So this is a comedy movie. Me and Zara don't really see a ton of comedy movies because they're
1: usually like really raunchy normally they're
0: they're they're like way too raunchy yeah but this is a movie that has um jason bateman it has rachel mcadams it has um coach taylor from friday night lights it has like a ton of uh, different people it also has jesse Plemons who is also from friday friday night lights i love those Um, little
1: those little friday night lights cameos just throwing it out there
0: i laughed more in this movie than i've laughed in, in a movie probably since Step Brothers. And that's saying something.
1: It was highly enjoyable. It was
0: very enjoyable. The plot was great. Lots of different twists. Um and while it is rated R, it wasn't like over the top raunchy, like inappropriate no, movie. It wasn't bad. Um so really funny movie, game night, if you haven't seen it. It it it's been out like we saw this like early twenty eighteen. So it's yeah, it's already out um on HBO or on on demand somewhere. So Check it out. My number 10. What is your number nine movies, Zara?
1: I'm going to go with Fantastic Beasts, whatever the second Wait, one is called. What? Yeah, why? You liked it that much? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love... I mean, I miss like all the Harry Potter movies, and I like this next kind of version of it. The, uh, it's called The Crimes of
0: Grindelwald. Crimes of
1: Grindelwald. Okay. Sorry. Yes. It continues with the storyline of Grindelwald, I'm delving more into... That backstory, Um, I know people were like, this one's like really confusing and hard to follow, which yes, it was confusing and hard to follow, even for somebody who has read all of the books and seen the movies and just generally knows more about Harry Potter than you do for sure. But I still love the characters. I Whoa, like.
0: Was that a shot at me? Like I, I've seen every movie. You know like, the books, so. though. Okay, sure. Yes, I have not read. I'm a every slightly bigger book. Potter fan than you yes, are. Yes, no doubt. You, you played Pottermore for a long time.
1: I did it before it got lame. Yes. Um. But yeah, the costumes, the characters, just like going back into that magical world feels like homey and familiar, and I just enjoy it so much that while it wasn't my favorite of like the magical type of movies it still got a spot on top 10 for me
0: i love it okay, okay. okay. no, i don't really love it i love your cuz it's not on your I, top ten. i love your love for it i thought it was so so one fantastic beast was on my top 10 of of a 2016 like one of my favorite like one of my favorite movies of that year this one i just felt was so far below the first one
1: okay and yeah. i think
0: might be my least favorite harry potter movie wow i know but since you love harry potter so much mm-hmm. that that it brought it up higher yes for me. yes 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 okay um my number nine movie is ready player One.
1: Oh wow
0: which was this huge blockbuster um directed by steven spielberg basically it's like this like futuristic thing i where... still have
1: not read this book and i kind of want to
0: I've heard that, that the book is crazy. Yeah. And it was very nostalgic. I, I cannot believe that you are a movie goer and you have not seen Ready Player One. It was like one of those big blockbuster type movies. Basically, there's this dude who can like go into the Oasis, which is kind of like the interwebs. And there's like all of these nostalgic characters. Virtual and, reality yeah, type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was great. I loved it. I thought it was super entertaining. Um, and while it was based on a book, the idea was still original enough so it wasn't just like another superhero movie um it was like this action th-
1: gamer thriller yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
0: and obviously i i i love games and i love nostalgia and all of the nintendo characters and all of that stuff so
1: It was good. It also had like the slight flavor of kind of like a high story because they were like looking for this treasure the whole time. Yeah. And it had like those game elements of like. And there
0: were clues that you mm -hmm. had to figure out like where are these like hidden eggs or keys or or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was good.
0: All right. What is your number eight movie?
1: Number eight slot. I'm going to have to go Ocean's 8. Wow. Okay. Pitch it to me. I mean, I know you didn't like it very much. Because we
0: had the literal worst movie theater watching experience ever.
1: I have to look past that. You guys will have to go back and listen to whatever episode it was that we talked about this. But basically, we had the worst experience we've ever had at a movie theater, at a Studio Movie Grill in Plano. Horrible. We ordered food. It didn't come for like... This was at Studio
0: Movie Grill. And we ordered food like... Before the movie started. Before the movie started and... 15 minutes before the movie ends. We get our food. We had, I, I had to go tell a manager, which I never do, that goes against my Enneagram nineness, And they finally <laughs> brought it back. Um, it, I was starving it, the whole time because I was it pregnant. was very angry.
1: Yeah. I was hangry. Uh, very hangry. Uh, anyway, I had to look past that horrible experience to just look at the movie in and of itself. I mean, all-star stellar women, Cast Sandra Bullock, always love her, just a really good cast of characters. Um, I think was Reese Witherspoon in it?
0: Reese Witherspoon was not, but who am I thinking of? Kate Blanchett was Kate
1: Blanchett. Um yeah. Just just I again like a fun heist movie that Well yeah, so like Anne Hathaway was. Anne Hathaway. Maybe that's that, what I was that's thinking be
0: who you were thinking of.
1: Yes. Uh great fashion because the storyline goes into the Met Gala, which I I mean, I won't say I, I'm like obsessed with the Met Gala, but it's always very fun to follow and look at all like the crazy costumes and stuff. So that made it and Okay. The tie in with fashion like made it kind of more interesting for me as well um but i've always liked the oceans movies i mean oceans 11 um the original one was one of my favorites that i've seen like a ton of times and so i liked this um kind of bad girl reinvention of it all girl cast i love oceans 11 i
0: love that whole trilogy i was super super high on this movie um i just didn't think it was as funny or as like witty as I thought it was going to be sure with such an all-star cast. But yeah. obviously you are a fashionista. And so, so that part of the movie didn't quite draw me in. Sure. 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 All right. My next two movies are more kind of like indie movies, not super indie. Like they all went like main release. Um, But number eight for me is a movie that I have talked about before called called blind spotting which has the V Diggs who was in Hamilton. And it's basically about um, this black guy who gets out on probation. And while he is on probation, he has like two more days left and he sees a white cop kill a black guy. And he has to like, he has his inner turmoil about Hmm. how he's supposed to like handle this. And he's super angry. He has this, he has this white best friend. um, And since, since, David Diggs was was um, in Hamilton. There's lots of like spoken word rap stuff mixed into it, and obviously I love rap and spoken word stuff. That is me spitting bars on the intro song, if you have never known. And so I I obviously love that. The movie was very interesting in that there would be these really funny scenes, and then immediately would be these super serious scenes where like this dude's two year old son has ha- like found his gun, and they and, and he like gets hit with the reality that his actions are like impacting like his son and and the way that he acts is going to be how the way that he acts and was all very 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 good
1: it can be hard to kind of weave in like such a heavy storyline but still make it like an enjoyable movie to watch but yeah i didn't see that one but it sounds like it was pretty good
0: it's kind of like so we saw the hate you give Mm -hmm. and we both really loved that one like that a lot um Blindspotting was a more like indie kind of just like different out of the box feel of that. Awesome. All right. What's your number seven movie?
1: Number seven. I'm going to go with a simple favor.
0: What? Sarah, Are you surprised? It's so radically so different, right radically now. different. Oh, okay.
1: Anna Kendrick and I'm blanking on Blondie. What's oh, her name? Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Um, both, again, I'm going with, like, girl power, I guess. Like, these, like, top two girl casts. Sure. And, again, the crazy fashion element because Anna Kendrick wears the cutest stuff, like, all from anthropology. And she's, like, really quirky and, like, cutesy. And then Blake Lively is, like, all black, Gucci, like men's suit wear yes, like the but men's suit wear with nothing with, underneath it exactly like wearing a vest as a shirt yes um so the fashion aspect of it was really interesting to me and intriguing um but this is like a thriller
0: oh it's definitely a, a thriller it's a
1: thriller with i think it yeah it was based on a book i'm pretty sure i haven't read it um but i would want to um, but, faking well, with like, well, yes, yeah, it so involves like Blake disappearances, Lively goes missing. Yes,
0: Anna Kendrick has been her best friend for like a month, and Anna Kendrick is trying to figure out where Blake Lively is. And there's and these there's twists that these deal twists. with
1: like her husband and slight affair type things happening, and it was just a good thriller that did have some twists at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That was surprising um but I we saw it. this movie t- together
0: and i thought it was a great movie whenever we left i then like a month later saw it with isaac my best friend and the dude hated it <laughs> and because he hated it so much it impacted the way that i saw the movie um, and i ended up leaving and be like and eh, maybe i didn't like it as much so i still liked it i didn't see it a second time yet i saw it with you i would I, want to watch I, it again i also love that movie
1: yeah okay
0: all right well my second um, I guess indie type movie is this movie called Searching. Um, oh, you yeah. You recently saw it because I forced you to.
1: Yeah, you red boxed it for me because we had been at home with Theo and I was like, I want to see a movie. So this, I liked it. This it was one good. is also
0: about a missing person. So this movie stars John Cho, who is famous for Harold and Kumar. That's probably what everybody knows him for. Um, Never saw it. But he has, but his daughter has gone missing. But the way that they created this movie, basically none of the movie is shot just like a normal camera looking at somebody else. It is all told through technology. So whether that is FaceTime or iMessage or it's like a minute YouTube. of him just searching on YouTube or going on her Facebook and then saving her friends pictures and making this ex- this like Excel document all while he's kind of like talking and, wa- and like walking through this or there's like security camera footage. Mm-hmm. It, it was the... One of the most, yeah, creative. Very creative. Like storytelling
1: element-wise The fact that they could pull that off, like telling a story just through all these different angles is very interesting. Also him using FaceTime so much when I never think to use FaceTime, but he's just like, let me use FaceTime. Some people love FaceTime. But it was a really good mystery. I I really enjoyed it too. Yeah, so
0: definitely lots of twists and turns, plot twists. I highly recommend this movie if you are someone who likes thrillers.
1: Yeah surprising
0: all right we're working our way up what is your top 10 or sorry top six movie
1: um i'm gonna go with wreck
0: it ralph number two. Oh, okay so wreck it ralph two over incredibles two
1: yeah i don't know why i no, mean that's very fair they're I, both kind I of understand they're both kind of in the same bucket of like sequels that it had been a long time since the first one had been made So, and also not like super mainstream, you know, characters. It's not like Toy Story or anything, but they're still lovable characters for sure. But this one had, you know, kind of more of the friendship between Vanellope and Ralph and had them going into the interwebs, which was kind of a funny take on like 2018... You know, like... Yes. Well, like, You have, like, a YouTube vibe yes. with that one character.
0: It was kind of created more for teenagers, millennials, like, mm-hmm. people our age, too, because, like, there was lots of, yes, like, meme,
1: just, uh-huh. just culture, funny things... pop culture that stuff.
0: ...that I'm sure a seven or eight-year-old, which normally a uh-huh. Disney movie but might, a like, might be geared towards, right. wouldn't get a lot of those jokes. Yes.
1: My favorite part probably was definitely the princess scene. um, All the Disney princesses... Uh, kind of had like a cameo I guess as they were in uh, the like Disney website that they visited and Vanellope there's this whole you probably I've seen the commercial for it but Vanellope is like I'm a princess too and she's like I get saved do you get saved by guys do you get you know can you talk to birds she's like no <laughs> but it was, was it was very, witty very, and very surprising giant. that they like kind of were self deprecating in that they're like we're princesses but they had kind of like their own hero moment, which was nice, but I liked it. It wasn't like, you know, my ultimate favorite Disney movie, but it was pretty good.
0: It. Yes, it. um, I think. Yes, I liked it because I got a lot of the jokes. I could understand why people didn't like it because they didn't understand some of those jokes. As in there is this one scene whenever.
1: Yes, you had to explain one whenever something to me.
0: Like, Wreck-It Ralph bas- basically Rick Rolls everybody. And it was at the end. And so it's him singing the song of, of like, the Rick Roll video. I didn't And it. you and your whole family didn't even know what Rick Rolling was. Never seen and it. I thought that was such, like an old thing that's been around like for like, since I was like in college for like 10 years at least. You work
1: with youth every single day though. So you are definitely in the like youth vibe.
0: I remember one time at Baylor in my, in my uh, poli sci class, um, do you know that like Texas history class, whatever that we have to take. um, My professor clicks on a link But she didn't check the link in time, and the link was a Rickroll link, (laughs) and it was really funny, and the whole class laughed.
1: Interesting. Okay, what's your number six?
0: My number six, Mission Impossible Fallout
1: this was a good movie. I forgot about one this movie. of the best
0: action movies in years.
1: It had some really great. Yeah. Action shots. And like, in, again, interesting like plot points that kept you kind of guessing when, you know, you've seen like all the mission impossible stuff before, but this was good. Well, yeah. So like, that's part of it. Like, like I, I would say that if let's say fast and
0: the furious, normally I would choose fast and furious over mission impossible, or, or I would choose like the Jason Bourne, Series over Mission Impossible, but Fallout, or even like I would choose James Bond over Mission Mission Impossible, but Fallout, and then the movie before that, Ghost Protocol, were both great. And or or maybe that one was like Rogue Nation. I I don't know what what whatever. But Fallout, one of the best action movies I've seen in, in a very long time. There's this famous bathroom scene whenever he's fighting this like assassin dude that was super that, hardcore.
1: I guess you said this was like a thing that Mission Impossible is known for, but the, like, creepy masks that they make. Yes, definitely known for. Oh, man, that was so wild, though. Yes, which they got
0: away from that more so. Like, like in past movies, that's been, like, the plot line where you don't really know who's who and there's all of these masks and it, it gets like, way too confusing. It, like, keeps you guessing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like this one, they did the mask thing, like, an adequate amount.
1: Yeah, not too much, just like a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um. So, yes, if you are someone that is like, oh, there's way too many Mission Impossible movies, I don't want to see that. Fallout, like, resurrected this whole, films, th- this whole film series.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was good. All right. What's your number five movie, Z? Oh, my gosh. Can you even believe this? I'm going to pick Paddington 2. Whoa. Okay. That's fine. That's there's, fine. Think, I'm trying to see... Out of all the ones I picked so far, A Simple Favorite is the only one that has not been a sequel.
0: Oh, well, that's just kind of like a thing about movies in general nowadays. But isn't that crazy? But yeah.
1: So Paddington 2, we randomly saw this and I liked the first Paddington okay, but I honestly liked the second Paddington a whole lot more
0: wait really
1: maybe it's just like the mood that we were in or yeah. we just needed to see a movie but I remember laughing so much in Paddington 2 he's just like a, such a level b- bull bear and in this movie he like goes to jail I don't even remember why but he's in jail it's because there was this book that the, oh yeah 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 that, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. he got framed thing? yeah he yeah. got framed for he stealing framed. this special book he wanted it as a present yada 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 The whole storyline of him being in jail was hilarious because he basically makes over the whole jail into this like cafe and teaches the cook how to cook. Marmalade. It's like a whole marmalade factory by the end of it. And like all the fellow jail people are like super happy and singing songs, which is just enjoyable for me. Um, It was lighthearted. It was cute. um, Made me love Paddington even more.
0: It was a very cute movie. I actually have this in my probably like top fifteen movies of twenty eighteen. It was good. Like it was great for a. I I wouldn't say that there are a a, a lot of like non Disney kid movies that I just love, and but Paddington two was like as good as any Disney movie that I've seen in in a long time. Was, yeah, was very 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 good.
1: I like Hugh Bonneville in this role as the dad because he can be silly and he's like so serious in Downton Abbey, and then in this movie he's just like. Silly and fun. And I really enjoy it. All right. So this next movie I saw in the
0: prime of the movie pass era. I saw this movie three times. I thought it was one of the wildest movies. I saw it once just with the boys. Then I, I saw it with you. Then I mm-hmm. saw it with you and your mom. Oh, yeah. And that was Annihilation.
1: This was a wild, trippy, crazy, confusing Mess of a movie.
0: I have probably thought more about this movie than any other movie in 28. Oh, okay, maybe not. There are two other ones that I have thought of more. But um, Annihilation, yeah, just like the way that it ended, I still have thoughts on it. It had this bomb cast. It had Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. It had Oscar Isaac from- Gina Rodriguez.
1: It had Gina Rodriguez. It had Tessa
0: Thompson, who was from Creed. And I almost had Creed 2 on my top 10 list, but I didn't quite make it. Um, so yes, it is a sci-fi thriller sort of kind of mystery movie where basically there's like this, um, bubble, this big bubble, this like shimmer and this, this, this group of like all female team, a squad. Yeah. They like go into this bubble and they try to like figure stuff out and obviously there's aliens and all of this different stuff and it's cool. It's great. I highly, highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, and this is probably the only movie this year that you went out and bought the book after seeing the movie. I just did because buy the book. it was I haven't so intriguing. Finished it yet uh, I, I don't need think to. you've ever finished any books. I don't.
0: <laughs> I have not finished a book in a long time.
1: Anyway, that's an interesting choice. All right, what's your number four movie? Okay, I'm going to go with Game Night, which you already talked about. Oh, really? So this might be one of, so far, the only movie that we have shared on our whole list. Uh, I agree with everything you said. It was super, just like a fun, throwback some popcorn, enjoyable, twisty, like thriller, but like a really funny thriller because it's they're just like going about all these hijinks. And again, it had like twists and turns and crazy stuff happens with a great cast. So that is my number four pick.
0: All right, my number four pick. I have no idea how this movie did not get more Oscar buzz. I, Whenever I saw it, I thought it was a shoe in to be Oscar nominated. Did
1: Annihilation get any Oscar N- buzz that um, you know of?
0: Not, well, not for like best movie. I'm mm. sure that like cinematography yeah. or special effects or something. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, spoiler alert. None of my top ten movies are um, Oscar nominated, but we can get to that later. Yes. Uh, but this movie, First Man – Starring my boy, oh, man. Ryan Gosling. Dude, you love
1: this movie so I much. I love this movie.
0: Ryan Gosling, Claire Foy, Claire Foy. It also has Coach Eric Taylor, a.k.a. Kyle Chandler, in this movie, who is, you know, just great. Uh, but this tells the story of Neil Armstrong. Uh, I just love space movies. And this movie was directed by Damien Chazelle, who made La La Land. So obviously him and Ryan Gosling have this connection going um and so the way that he filmed it there were no like cgi effects it was all very
1: practical very real and so extremely close-up shots oh my gosh to me it it didn't make me sick but it like i didn't enjoy the way it was filmed i'll just say that so it's either you love that style or you it kind of like bothers you like that it was so close up and you're like in inside the spacecraft, like shaking around like shaky shots that like kind of freaks you out a little bit.
0: Yes. I love that. It also made me ter- terrified of flying terrified. into space.
1: And you're like, what in the world? How did he survive? It was yes. the 1960s. It doesn't make any sense. Like, nothing was safe. It, it nothing. It is extremely crazy.
0: Um A lot of people didn't like this movie because they found it boring.
1: It was slow moving.
0: Because Ryan Gosling was so, like, uncharismatic- because, but that's like who his
1: character was right yeah, that's that how neil armstrong was neil
0: armstrong was like he wasn't this like super charismatic hero that a lot of people think of he just was this very reserved dude and he had like some trauma like earlier mm-hmm. in his life that yes. kind of caused him to be reserved right and, I, and so i just thought that that was awesome um yeah just the way that the movie was filmed a plus plus
1: i mean i liked that it's we all know who Neil Armstrong is, but we don't really know, like you said, his backstory and his personality. And this really allowed us to see that um, great acting. Um, just And I, I also really like space movies, but just not my cup of tea, I guess. Sure. Okay. All
0: right. What is your third movie?
1: Black Panther. Whoa, that's my...
0: Number three movie,
1: too. Oh, my gosh. We can talk about it. Yes.
0: Also, I guess. Yes. Sorry. This movie was nominated for an Oscar for Best Movie of the Year. Yes, so, it was. Um, I take back what I previously said. Zara, I'm so happy that this was your number three favorite movie.
1: It was a really good movie. Um, um Just like a different, you know, a character that I personally didn't know very much about um, because, you know, he's not like the Hulk or... Thor not not one of the characters that you had really seen before um but it takes you to the nation of Wakanda Wakanda. you get like all those awesome characters I love the tribal aspect of it um the traditional costuming was one of my favorite parts of the scene where they are sparring in the like waterfall area and you have like the mountain behind them with all of the like chiefs and people from the different, um, like Wakandan lands. Um, and they're all dressed completely differently. Like they're like tribal wear. Um, the, the use of color, the use of imagery. I really enjoyed. Um, I loved the like all female guard. I forget what it's called, but they, um, Oh, I don't guard like the Royal family or, or whatever. Um, they were really cool. I liked the little sister. I, I don't remember anyone's name. I'm sorry. Shuri. Shuri. Shuri was really great. She, I think, became kind of a a standout character that a lot of people really resonated with and really liked. She's she's also a Christian. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like, yeah, like that actress. She has this cool testimony. That actress I really like. Um, but Shuri as like a character, um, is like kind of. An awesome girl because she likes technology. She's um, super smart and can do like all this crazy, like surgery and technology and using computers and stuff. But she's also also super into fashion. So she had a really kind of funky, sporty style that I really uh-huh. liked. Yeah. Um. Basically, and the of course the storyline was really good as well. So very compelling characters. We got to see Michael B. Jordan as a villain, which was love. Michael super B. interesting. Yes. Um, the best villain of any Marvel movie, just great
0: character-wise. Um, obviously, character Thanos, wise. obviously Thanos is iconic, but the, the way person of my uh, of Killmonger was better.
1: Yeah, the way the Wakandans use their technology—that they're like, there was that pull between: do we want the rest of the world? to have what we have, like like the technology that we have, or do we keep it for ourselves? um, Because, you know, what has the world given us? But the way that they use it um, in the suits that they make and the way they have that, like, big protective bubble around their city and the way they harvest the ore um, that makes the... I forget what it's called. Vibranium? Yeah, exactly. Vibranium. Um, And they also have... um, I liked the scene where... They're getting ready to fight, and then they all like come together as one and put their like shields in front of in front of, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. all like connect and make this like strong vibranium like shield. It was really neat. So anyway, that's all I have to say about it. What did you think?
0: Well, everything that you said, except for you, you you just go way more in depth on like costuming and stuff. I thought that I love the soundtrack. I obviously oh yeah, loved it was so music, good. And so this was just such a different story than any other Marvel. It didn't feel like like, the same. Yeah, so like it like came from like a different perspective with it being a primarily black cast, Mm -hmm. which I thought was awesome. Um, I think yeah, culturally it was great. I will say that my number two movie is another Marvel movie, but I think as a standalone superhero movie, like Black Panther, is so much better than any Ant Man. It was so good. Any any Captain America Mm -hmm. or like Thor. So as a like original origin movie, it stands on its own so much better than any other movie. While, yes, like Infinity War, like, there were 12 movies that that added up to it, so the impact of that movie might be more Mm -hmm. um, as, like, for, like, comic book Mm -hmm. fans. Um, But as a standalone movie, it was so great. I remember
1: the storyline just being really smooth, too. Just really easy to follow. And, like, you just kind of get dropped right into the action, but it, it just the action, like, keeps building and rolling, and there's always, like, something going on which i liked
0: yeah i think that it just had like more like i I, this was the most real life kind of superhero movie while yes some crazy country and like superpowers wouldn't really happen in like real life but the idea of um them going back to like killmonger's like family yes like his
1: backstory his hometown like what made him that way Definitely, like, had a real life vibe to it. It also
0: had Sterling K. Brown. We love Sterling K. Brown.
1: Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, he's great. He I love is. Him.
0: All right. So that is both of our number three three movie. Oh wow. What is your number two movie? I'm gonna go with.
1: Crazy Rich Asians.
0: Ooh, okay. I almost made this as my number 10 movie.
1: It's so good. It was very, very good. Oh, my gosh. And I just recently read the book, and I talked about it a few episodes ago. You got it for me for Christmas, and I devoured it very quickly. It was a, a great book. Um, but, again, this is pretty much an all-Asian cash, which was awesome. And I know... It got a lot of buzz. Like, the Asian community was, like, super happy that finally all these um, actors and actresses are getting, like, their moment to shine. Um, Constance Wu from Fresh Off the Boat, boat, which is a TV show that we really enjoyed um, a couple years ago, right when it first came out. But she really got her, like, shining moment in a lot of like recognition for her playing um, this part of Nick's girlfriend who comes with him to a wedding back home. um, I think in Hong Kong and he, she doesn't know that he's super crazy rich. She comes from this insanely rich family insanely rich family. And to him, it's just kind of normal, but for her, it's like a whole new world of, um, how to act and how to dress and how to behave and like the social, um, just like levels and everything yeah, that yeah. she's not used to, and the cattiness and the craziness it's that kinda can like go with, the with it. The Meghan
0: Markle thing, like being married into kind this of royalty, is.
1: yeah. And she's just like isn't like a she's part just of that. a normal person yeah. who grew up in America, grew up in New in New York. Um, Her mom isn't anyone special. She didn't come from, like, a rich background or rich family, but she's trying to marry into this crazy rich family. So um, really smooth, um, just romantic comedy. Like, hearkening back, we hadn't had, like, a great romantic comedy in a while. So finally this one was just, like, such an enjoyable and fresh take on – the romantic con- comedy genre. It wasn't like contrived. It wasn't, um, Oh, we've seen this before. Another Reese Witherspoon movie. Um, this one was really fresh. Um, Aquafina was really funny in this movie. Are you aware that Aquafina is in two of your top 10 movies? I thought i I was pretty sure she was in Ocean's Eight, but I yeah. didn't want to say her name just in case I was wrong, but I was pretty sure she was. Um, but so yeah, she was really good in this movie. Um, again, the fashion, watch it for that um, crazy, beautiful dresses when they go to the wedding scene. The wedding scene, the, the best wedding scene, wedding scene, scene was gorgeous. any movie I have ever seen. The way that it was in the book um, wasn't quite how they um, created it in the movie, ah. but in the movie it was gorgeous and beautiful. And you get to see a lot of great, I'm sure, designer dresses, and Aquafina has her own crazy style, which I really like. Um, I just loved the the love story that came with this movie. I love it.
0: I think, yes, there has not been any good rom-com movies in a, a while. And this kind like, of you, you, you like revitalized that.
1: Okay. Number two for you.
0: My number two movie, next Marvel movie, Avengers Infinity War. Um, not a lot else that I need to say. Are you
1: surprised this didn't make my top ten list? Uh,
0: no. Okay. No, not really. I... I was. I mean, I liked it. It was just so long
1: and like complicated. And yes,
0: you have to remember a lot of past stuff.
1: I feel like yeah, you just have to know a lot of like world knowledge about the Marvel universe. And I just, I've seen all the movies, but just putting it all together into one like crazy package, it was. I mean, not like difficult, but like less smooth of a storyline to follow than I than Black Panther for me. Yes. It's kind of like Breaking Bad, like a lot of people try watching Bra-
0: Breaking Bad or even The Office or Parks and Rec and they watch the first season and say why is this show so hyped up? Like this mm-hmm. season wasn't that great, wasn't that funny, wasn't that like engaging. It takes a culmination and then as more seasons go on and you like develop the characters, then mm-hmm. then you say, "Hey, best show of all time, best comedy of all time." That is what Infinity War has now done. Is all of these movies have all piled up? Yes. And really, it was one of the most wild theater experiences watching this movie. I saw it like midnight premiere. You or, had a
1: really good like first watching experience. Yes. And
0: and so I'm I'm watching it in this crowded theater with like 200 other people that are just as bought in. At, just as bought in as me and we're clapping and cheering for different things it was very like star wars gasping
1: and yeah like crazy things happening and obviously thanos and him snapping
0: his fingers and all of that crazy stuff um it, now avengers endgame come comes out in a couple of of months and this will truly end like this whole series
1: or, i think when i first saw it I'm not sure that I knew there was gonna be a second one. Or maybe that was somebody else. There's somebody who saw it and was like Wait. I think my dad didn't know. It was your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, What? That's how it ends? Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry, there's gonna be another one.
0: All right. I, th- I can guess what your number one movie is right now. Can, do you want to guess what it can is? Can you guess what, what my number one movie is?
1: I cannot guess what yours is, but do you want to go ahead and guess what I mine believe is?
0: that your number one movie is going to be Mary Poppins.
1: You're correct! Boom! Mary Poppins Returns. We talked about this just recently, a few episodes ago, because obviously it came out in December. It was kind of... Um, I think I've said this before, but December is usually a time when, like, a fun family um, musical comes out. Well, the whole family can go see it. Last year, Greatest Showman was my number one pick. Um, it came out in December. And this year, Mary Poppins. Love a good musical. Um, this one, Disney. Great. Uh, brought be- brought back our favorite lovable nanny, Mary Poppins. Uh, Emily Blunt, really shining in this role. Um, shining. We get fun. um, L- lamp Lighter, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin
0: Manuel Miranda,
1: aka Jack. Uh, super fun playing with his character, uh, with his like vocal stylings, getting a little bit of rap thrown in there. The kids were cute. Um, just loved all the songs. Great soundtrack. Uh, and like your dad said, we talked about it before, this movie just made me happy. It was just like a fun, lighthearted. We're like, yay, we're back in like the good old days of Disney where. Um, You know, you have a a wild, fantastical adventure, um, but you got some, like, fresh reimaginings of things, but also some still familiar characters, but, like, a whole new story and new adventure to enjoy.
0: Yeah, I thought her performance, all of the performances were so great. The story was so uplifting, encouraging. My favorite Disney movie of the year by far. Um, my, My dad has been listening to the soundtrack, so whenever... We left the whenever we left the movie. One of my takes on this though mm-hmm. was that I didn't like necessarily necessarily like love any of it wasn't like any, a standout like, song for songs. you. But my dad says that um, the place where lost things go is like one of his mm-hmm. new favorite songs, and then he listens. I'll to have to it listen constantly. to that again.
1: I listened to the um, Triple Little Light fantastic song that all the lamplighters sing, mm-hmm. um, and I really liked that one. Um, I listened to that the other day, and that one was really good.
0: So, yes, I think I just need to, like, re-listen to that soundtrack because, like, the songs were good, kind of like my feelings on A Star is Born, um, which is a Oscar-nominated movie that has la- Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there make... is that shallow song that was in all, of, that song all was great. of the trailers. But a movie that was based on songs, no other song I, like, took Stood away, out, right. Thought it was great. All right, so my— Give me a hint
1: and let me guess.
0: Um, Bird Box. That's the hint. Bird Box is the hint? Yeah, because it's not Bird Box. I'm just angry that Bird Box has gotten so much hype whenever there was a, a movie similar to Bird Box that came out in February of, of 2018, which I thought was a 10 times more suspenseful, thrilling movie in, involving alien creatures. And that is um, The Office. That's another hint.
1: Oh 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 um John Chris can see yes. what is it called? A quiet place. A quiet place. Yes. So yes, a, yes,
0: yes. So a quiet place. If if you were someone that that loves Bird Box. Bird Box is a Sandra Bullock movie that came out a couple of months ago on Netflix. It has taken over the pop culture Twitter realm. There's all of these memes, all all all, all of these funny things. We saw it. Great movie. Um, uh, but A Quiet Place uh was the original idea, sort of, behind that, I feel like. And basically, um, yes, yeah, so John Krasinski um directed this movie. His it first ever in it. movie, two too direct he, he did, did a good in job it. and in this movie basically um there are these alien creatures that have that are blind but they can hear really really well and if and if you make noise then the creatures just they attack and you and kill you eat you and you die so it revolves Around John Krasinski's family, who also has Emily Blunt, Emily Blunt, yes, and, um, and it's them as a family trying to to survive in this world. And so, because you you can't make any noises, sounds. There's like a two or or three minute multiple times this happens. It's wh- so quiet. Where there is no sound. They're just, just doing watching like sign it. language, and it's like you are on the edge of you are on the edge of your seat. So in like there was a, barely any like. Speaking. Yeah, it was wild. And so, in like this packed theater, obviously, like in theater people are eating popcorn or uh-huh. like moving, like going to the bathroom. I agree. This was the quietest the theater, movie experience. theater experience. Uh-huh. And if someone did move, it was just like startling. I mean like, I mean like, how dare you? As if we how are dare you in sneeze? this like super sacred like yes. church service. Yes. Um. It yeah. It was wild.
1: It was a it was a really good thriller. I saw it with like my two girlfriends um and we just had a good time like being scared together it was really fun
0: i think if i saw this movie just like on hbo then it might not be my number 1 favorite movie but the theater experience of that is something I will honestly never forget like like one of the coolest movie theater experiences ever.
1: And I feel like the monster aspect was different than we had seen before because we're used to like zombies and like we've seen aliens before. But this the whole having to be quiet because they will hear you was really different. And that was why we're like Bird Box. That's kind of similar. These monsters, you can't look at them. It had to do with like the senses, um, which was kind of different. So, yeah, really good. That's a good number one pick. I like it.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Marriage moment. You got to sing.
1: Oh, marriage moment. Perfect. All right.
0: (laughs) So we are in Houston. We came in town because Zara starts work back up next week.
1: Oh, it's going to be a true marriage moment when we have to figure out what the heck is going on because I work a crazy retail schedule. I know. And it's going to be wild. Thankfully, Zara's mom lives like 15 minutes
0: from us and she will be watching Theo. Yes. And since there does work retail, her schedule is going to be crazy, but we are going to make it work. It's going to be awesome. But since we now only have to balance out my work schedule, I just thought it would be easier for us to come visit my family now before both schedules because who Mm -hmm. knows what that is even going to be like.
1: Yep. So basically all we do in Pearland is watch TV, read books, eat delicious Mexican food and record podcasts and Theo gets to hang out with his Grammy and grandpa.
0: Correct. I also went to Lid's. I bought three new hats. That's your dream. You love hats. I love hats. All right. Zara, are you ready for Zero to Hero?
1: Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Just like that.
0: All right. So what is your hero for this week?
1: Okay, I think this is going to be a joint hero for us because we mentioned this on the previous podcast, but we hadn't really got in the thick of it yet, and that is the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I love it. Yes. So you probably like this like a tiny bit more than I do just because, you know, superheroes, action, it's your thing. But it's based on comic books. Actually, By the comic books are by the lead singer of My My Chemical Chemical Romance. Romance.
0: So super
1: random. The most random. So it has like a slightly dark twist in it, but there's definitely, it's definitely funny. Like there's humorous moments in it. Um, One of the main characters, Klaus, is just hilarious. Um, He can see dead people like conjure up dead people and he just has funny conversations with them yes and then the other really funny part is um one of number five is a time traveling um is his power and he time travels back as like a 13 year old boy so he's just like drinking coffee making margaritas as like a 13 year old and he eventually falls in love with this mannequin because he is stuck in this one time period for by himself for a really long time and didn't have anyone to talk to. So he carries around this mannequin because he's in love with her. It's extremely random. It's
0: oddball. Yes, it is very oddball. I actually just saw that um, the guy who directed... These or like ten of these episodes directed the show called Fargo, oh. Um, which is a you show that I have it, watched yeah. and it's very random, eclectic, just like it's like out of the out of the box, kind of like Wes Anderson. Movies. I've like thought
1: about watching Fargo before because I've heard you talk about it Yo, so
0: much. I would rewatch that with you. Okay, let's do that. Interesting. Yeah. In cool. That. Cool. Cool. Sweet. Um. But yeah, I think it. I think it's great. This is Netflix's. New superhero show that they are putting all of their eggs into the basket of because Disney has mm-hmm. um, the rights to all of their Marvel shows. So, so like they're Jessica Jones, away. Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage. Those those are all off of Netflix now. So now this is like a new entity that Netflix can kind of pour into. And I think and, it's
1: great. Yeah, they're doing such a good job with it. I'm pretty sure it's already green-lighted for more seasons down it, the
0: road. It definitely is.
1: Yes, um, it stars. It has Ellen Page. Ellen Page is Vanya, the main, pretty much the main character of the show. Well, season one kind mm-hmm. of um, focuses on her, um, and Ellen Page is really great in that role. Um, it's suspenseful, like I said, it's funny, and um, they kind of put their action sequences to like random music, like oldies music, which we we really like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of like. Twisted and funny, um, but overall a really uh, enjoyable superhero show. I describe it as an in between of like
0: Daredevil and the CW shows, like like Flash, Flash or Arrow, yeah, or like Hulu's Runaways superhero yeah. show. So, so Zara, it
1: doesn't really have like cussing and like too much violence. Yes. It's just like slightly inappropriate at times but, but not bad but yeah
0: so like there is more violence than like what the flash has so it seems more realistic without being over the top like daredevil punisher which right. you really wouldn't enjoy i've never seen it this yeah. allows us to uh to like i feel like we both mutually are into the show
1: yeah uh we've been liking it we're almost done with the season we'll probably finish it today because i have the day off and so do you um, okay, so that is our joint hero. I guess my other hero would be just taking pictures of Theo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's is just adorable. so cute. Sure, yes, he's he's so cute. And we downloaded this random family album app.
0: Yes, that so, that is a great hero for anybody with kids.
1: I guess yeah. I guess that can be a hero. Um, it's an app that you just saw like advertised on Instagram, and basically. You can add just all of your pictures of your kid from your camera roll into it. And then uh, other family members, um, instead of just sending all of these pictures by uh, message, they are all just in this app and they can click on it anytime they want and like comment on the pictures and just see them all. Um, and the app automatically makes like little videos for you. And it also automatically like creates booklets. If you ever want to order like booklets of your pictures, which is kind of neat, but I just like taking pictures of our kid cause he's so cute and he's three months old now. And it's great because we don't have to
0: like send all of the pictures just, yeah, like in, uh, like in our family group chats or post them on Facebook. Cause I love like the Instagram stories, but my parents only have Instagram just to watch these stories mm-hmm. and if it's more than 24 hours, then they miss them. So now True. everyone can, everyone in our family can see the adorableness of Theo. Worth it. Yes.
1: All right. Do you have another hero or no?
0: Um, Sure, but I'll save him. The Umbrella Academy has just been taking over my pop culture life. So it's pretty good. I do love that show.
1: Oh, my tiny hero. If you guys are watching The Bachelor then you know Colton finally jumped the fence if you Facts. catch yes, my reference. Yes, yes, he did. And that's something we've been waiting all season for. And for me, this season of The Bachelor has been kind of lackluster. Um, I haven't been fully invested, number one, because it's during Theo's bedtime, so I missed half of it anyway, giving him a bath slash putting him to bed. But Colton, for me, wasn't my most favorite choice, but they have been building up this moment all season where he jumps over a fence because he's so mad that something happens and we finally just saw it and it was great
0: i love it all right so do you have any zeros for this week
1: okay so it's not like a huge zero for me i mean for some people it for sure is um because i didn't watch his original show that he was in but this is that luke perry recently died this past week um, we know him from the show Riverdale, one of our favorite shows that we talk about a lot Shout on out here. Shout
0: out to Mushu Spicy, who also... She,
1: she's probably sad. She probably is. So he is Archie's dad on Riverdale. And I know like a lot of younger kids um, only know him from that. I think he was on 90210, if I'm not mistaken, like the original one. So I never watched that. But Rip, um, Archie's dad, uh, I don't know they're gonna spin that on the show um it's gonna be weird if they have um a new season going forward um without him but it's always sad when somebody in hollywood dies like before they're old he was only like 52 i think so not very old anyway that's depressing
0: that is very very sad (laughs) um yeah we well we have had our love hate relationship with riverdale you loved you love the, I like it more than you. The later episodes more than I did, but yes. um well yeah, obviously it's very sad whenever anybody passes away.
1: Sure. All right, what's your zero?
0: My zero is why in the world is Maleficent Two a thing?
1: It does seem a little unnecessary. I think they're just riding high on all their they're like on a live action kick. There's just already like, like
0: eight Disney movie's coming out this year. Wait, this it's coming out this year? Okay, it's coming out October 18th, 2019, which is 7 months earlier than it was supposed to.
1: Why there's like you said, there's literally so many Disney so movies coming out. So many Disney movies. We'll have Normally, to just mo- talk about them The movies get
0: pushed back. And the fact that it's getting pushed up, I I'm wondering if they are pushing it up since there are so many Disney movies that they're trying to just throw it in there into this big wave and be like, "Hey, this movie might suck." And but it's okay because two weeks later, we'll have like another Disney movie out and you won't even fully remember that.
1: I hope it makes money. I don't know. Um, I mean, I kind of liked the first one. It wasn't like mind blowing or anything. It was just like, hey, Angelina Jolie is randomly. Maleficent like yes. did we need her backstory I want Ursula's backstory I'm sorry that's the story that I want
0: see we well yeah we live like in, in in this age of like IP and Disney has all of these IP things that yeah like origin stories of of villains would be super interesting and something this, that Disney should do more of
1: yeah I don't like does it say does it mention all, what all right. the storyline is we already told her whole is story this blowing
0: my mind right now Maleficent is Angelina Jolie's highest grossing movie no. ever. It got $758 million worldwide. Whenever you pull her up on IMDb, no. the number one thing that she is known for is Maleficent.
1: How did that do so good? That's crazy. I am
0: incredibly shocked right now. Wow. I don't even know like what she has been in like recently. Yeah, she was in this movie called Salt back in 2010. That's hmm. like the last. That and Maleficent are, are like, the last two big things so my zero why is this happening what's the point I do I love Angelina Jolie like 10 years ago but but is she still like I guess she is still one of like the biggest movie stars around sure Um, yeah
1: she is but it's just like you said kind of random that we needed a second edition of this
0: yeah I can definitely tell you that uh, Maleficent 2 will not be on my top 10 (laughs) 2019 Movie we list. might
1: still see it, though. We definitely
0: will see it. We'll we have, probably have to. Still we are see it. Disney diehards. Yeah, we got to do it. The only Disney movie we have not seen in probably five years is the Nutcracker.
1: <gasps> I know we we skipped that. We didn't see it. I uh, can't believe it. I know you were. I very keep sad. hoping it comes to Redbox. So I want. Cause I still want to see
0: it. We might have missed the Redboxness, but no. yes, I'm sure that we will. Okay. See it at least sometime. At least the Disney plus streaming, the streaming service whenever that comes yeah that's coming out like later this year oh and, well we'll and for sure see the news then. drop that every movie in the disney vault will be available on like the streaming service everything everything like DCOM. yes
1: oh my god we're gonna spend so many hours only watching disney
0: i know it will be glorious
1: life-changing all right boom that's all we got all right have a great week peace bye
0: and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, cap, and hook. And any evil that embarks, if baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send them to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of
1: my circle of life.